Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but the show is also worldwide and available on Skype. We're calling in at 1-347-838-9201. I have a question for you all. Do you believe when we die that we cease to exist? Do you believe that heaven is for real? Do you believe that our loved ones are always around us? Do you get signs like pennies or feathers or butterflies or rainbows? There's so many ways that our loved ones come through, and my show sets out to show you. Uh, we have many intuitive meetings on the show and special guests, and we give readings, and hopefully bringing your loved ones through. So stay tuned for our guest tonight. Thank you.
Good evening. Hi, it's Peggy Manisi again. Welcome to my Christmas special. Uh, the, the title of the show is Unwrapping the True Meaning of Christmas, A Gift in Itself. Tonight's show will be talking about Christmas and unwrapping its true meaning of the gift in, its, in it, it itself. Um, again, uh, you know who I am. I'm a best-selling author and a Christian woman, also an intuitive medium. We welcome all faiths to my show, so Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. This is uh, one of my callings, and I do the show as I've lost many close to me, including two of my own children and their father, and they all send me signs. My show consists of stories of loved ones sending you signs also. Uh, you can call in and ask questions uh, by hitting the number one uh, button to let me know you want to speak to us or just listen to the show um, or just to vent about what you're feeling because of grieving the loss of a loved one, especially a child. As Like I said, I've lost two of my own, and I understand. If you want to discuss any of our archive shows and our guests, I've done close to 100 shows over the past going on three years next month. Marsha, my co-host, and I will be taking your calls at 347-838-9201, and we'll be talking about the signs the loved ones sent us and to understand the signs are real. We also do readings from our departed loved ones when spirit feels a need to communicate with you, and we play some great music, too. We also discuss many other topics about things happening in the world around us, so please join us, and God bless. And I just want to specify, the show is a grieving show. Uh, many people call in and want to know about their love life or <clears throat> you know, uh, jobs, and if somebody on the other side comes through to tell us that, that's fine, but it's basically healing through grief. So I'm going to read a little bit of a script about the true meaning of Christmas. I see we already have callers wanting to talk with us. Uh, Marsha's running a little late. Uh, she had something to do, so uh, I'll be taking calls shortly. But uh, give me a few minutes. I'm going to read about the real meaning of Christmas. It's that time of year again. December has come in, and with all the joys of Christmas, but what's the real meaning of Christmas? It's the gifts under the tree, the lights in the windows, the cards in the mail, turkey dinners with family and friends, snow in the yard, stockings hanging in the living room, and shouts of Merry Christmas to those who pass us in the streets. Is this really Christmas? For many people, Christmas is a time of sorrow. They don't have the extra money to buy presents for their children, family, and friends. Many are saddened at Christmas time when they think of their loved ones who will not be able to come home for various reasons. So, of course, some of us that have lost loved ones. Turkey dinners may be only a wish and not a reality for some. Yet Christmas can be a season of great joy. It's a time of God showing his great love for us. It can be a time of healing and renewed strength. You see, Christmas is when we celebrate the birth of Christ the child. God sent his son, Jesus, into the world to be born. His birth brought great joy to the world. Shepherds, wise men, and angels all shared in the excitement of knowing about this great event. They knew this was no ordinary baby. The prophets had told of his coming hundreds of years before. The star stopped over Bethlehem just to mark the way for those who for the special child. So Joseph went up from town of Nazareth, Luke 2, 4, 19, in Galilee to Judea. Bethlehem, the town of David, uh, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to the firstborn son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. And there were shepherds living out of the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. 
This will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory be to God in the highest, and on the earth peace to men on whom he favors rests. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see the thing that had happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about the child, and who heard it were they were amazed and what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them to her heart. Why did he come? Why did God send his son to the sometimes cruel and hard world? He sent Jesus to us that one day. He would grow up to become a very important part of history. His story, history is one of truth, love, and hope. It brought salvation to all of us. Without Jesus, we would die in our sins. Jesus was born one day. The price could be paid for the things we have done that are wrong. The Bible says we have all sinned. We are all born with sin nature. We do things that do not please God. Through the sins of Adam and Eve, we all have inherited the sin nature. We need to have them removed. The only way is through Jesus. Jesus came so he could die on the cross for all our sins. If we believe that Jesus died for our sins, we can ask him to come into our hearts and forgive us. Then we are clean and made whole. We can know that heaven is a place where we can go when life is over. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from our, all our wickedness. We can all truly be happy at Christmas, no matter what may be happening. We can know that we are his children. We then become sons and daughters of God. Heaven will be our home one day. Look at Christmas in a new way this year. This is the year to invite Jesus into your heart. You will then have a Merry Christmas. The joy and peace you will receive will last all year as you look to God for all your needs to be met. Jesus is the reason for this season. Rejoice. Okay. Well, I read that tonight, and I mean that with all my heart. I believe in Jesus. And uh, like I said, all faiths are welcome to our show. We turn no one away. Uh, we are here to help you through it because many can't cope with the <clears throat> this time of year because of grief. And um, I've never, I didn't read it in a book myself. I lived it many times over, many losses besides my children and husband. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So anyhow, um, I see we have a call already. Um, give me there's like a five to seven second lag. So let me say hello first. Um, give me your first name and where you're from and what you would like to add to the show. And again, if you'd like to speak to us, you need to hit the number one button to let me know you want to talk. Okay, um, I have area code 270. Okay. Good evening. Merry Christmas. Hello. Merry Christmas. Hello. Hello. What's your name, please? First name? My name's Chris. Uh, Chris, where where are you from? I'm from Kentucky. Okay, how can we help you tonight, Chris? Uh, did you lose a loved one? Are you having a difficult yes. time with Christmas? Yes, ma'am, I am. I lost someone very special to me in August, possibly the mm-hmm. closest person to me that I've ever been close to in my life. The closest person the clo- to me I lost in August of this year, so... Oh, I'm so sorry about that. I am so, but you know, Christmas is a rebirth for all of us. Um, it's a difficult time with our losses. Uh, how I well know, I've lost a daughter and son, and <clears throat> many more, and uh, I understand it. And um, 
we're here to help you through it. Um, you know, we don't I, – I'm intuitive. I'm a Christian intuitive, um, and I don't ask for signs. They just come to me. Um, uh, do, do you ever get signs showing that your loved one may be around you, or, or have you ever ha- experienced anything like that? Or Tell us about it. Uh, not really. I, sometimes I feel like a warm aura around me. Uh-huh. After I, I speak to this person's picture. And after I do that, I'll I'll sit down and I'll I get like a warm just feeling come over me sometimes. That's a good thing. We you know I tell people, you know, uh, people think of of us as Christians. You know, we're not supposed to do this. It's evil, and it's not. There may be some people that work in the dark doing this, but I work through God. Okay, He gives gave me this gift, just like the uh, script I just read. I mean, uh, people were forewarned of Jesus is coming. And there were signs prior to that in the store of Bethlehem. And, and uh, so this is not that nothing in new, you know, 2,000 years later, you know, what I'm doing and other people like myself. Um, is there anything we can help you through? I'm, I'm already getting something. Um, does the name Jennifer mean anything to you? Jennifer. Ah. Now, what, what I'm going to tell you to do, I, I just want to stop you a minute, Chris. Get a pencil and paper because sometimes things may not mean something immediately to you. And then a week from now, a month from now, it's like, oh, my gosh, yeah, it rings a bell. It's happened to me because I don't read myself. I get signs, but it's happened to me when others have given me messages. So just get a pen and paper if you can. Um, okay. So, okay, so does Jennifer ring a bell? Not really. I, I dated a Jennifer one time, but she's still living. Um, no, that doesn't. No, that, that's what I want to explain to you. I get signs from the other side. It can be signs for whomever is still here on Earth. So it doesn't mean Jennifer's on the other side. It's just whoever, whoever's giving me the message from the other side is speaking uh, to validate, um, you know, that there was a Jennifer that might have been an important part of your life at one point. Um, okay. So that's all that they're trying to say. I just want to explain that. Um, okay. Let me see what else I'm getting here. Did you lose a – was it a spouse or another girlfriend did you lose? No. Actually, okay. actually, actually it was my mother that I lost. Was your mom. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, did she die of cancer? No, but she had cervical cancer at one time. Okay. Okay. That's a validation. Okay, um, why am I getting dementia? Was she, did she have some form of dementia, like Alzheimer's? Brain tumor oh. or brain, some, something with the mind. Something I'm getting something with the mind. I want to make sure I've got the right person with me here. She did have some, uh, well, she had um, some mental disability, like some mental problems. Okay. Uh, yeah, she, um, <clears throat> her father committed suicide when she was seven years old, and, and it's lightened mm-hmm. throughout her life, so. Right, I mean, it, okay. She tried to commit suicide twice herself, so. I'm sorry? She tried to commit suicide twice herself, too, so. Okay, okay. She, did she die because of suicide, or did she die of an illness? Uh, no, she died from a, she died from a blood clot in her lungs. Okay, okay. Actually, I was going to bring up the lungs. I was going to bring that up. I, I'm sorry I didn't say that, you know. So, okay, then I have her with me. Um, I'm also getting the names Rose, Mary, or R- Rose, or Mary. Is that significant to you? 
Yes, I do know someone named Rose. You you do know somebody named Rose, okay. Did your mom know this person? Yes. Okay, was it a significant other or just a friend? Just a friend. Okay, okay. Did your mom want you with this person? Because I know what moms do. Um, it's a mom of four. <laughs> yeah. Did your mom, your mom wanted you with this Rose? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Oh, okay. But she was very fond of her is what I'm saying. These are like, well, these are just validations. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Um, your mom is someone. I think it's your mom because these are. This is where we're going with this. Why am I seeing a tree like a weeping willow tree? Do you have one on your property or an apple tree that was significant to your mom? Does that mean anything to you? Absolutely. Uh, the home we lived in prior to this one, we planted a weeping willow in the backyard, and she loved that tree. And okay, new, okay, I got chills. The new That's her. She's down. That you never cut it down? No, the new okay, owner so that, of the house cut down. Uh-huh. And it upset her, wow. it her really bad. Really? Wow. Well, that's validation again that your mom, that's your mom with me because that's who gave. When we, you said validated that, I got chills, meaning your mom's, see, she can be with me and you at the same time because they're everywhere, you know, just like the Lord. And they can be, right. in, you know, in spirit, they can be everywhere. When I felt chills and I'm feeling it again, your mom is letting me know I'm right on with it, with about the weeping little tray. And right. she is telling you not to... Not to cry for her. She's happy. Okay? She's reunited with everyone on the other side. She's mentioning the name of Ed, Edward. Is that significant That's, to you? Not that I know of. Okay. Okay. Well, she's telling me something about an Ed or an Edward. You know, sometimes we have to put the puzzle together ourselves. Um, yeah. Is there a road near you named Edward Street? Edward Avenue that you know of? Maybe that's where she's going with it? It could be, yes. Okay. Yeah, if, if you find it out, let me know because that's a, that's a true – I mean, these are all true validations because they, they, they let us know that they see everything and that they are with us. Um, did your mom leave behind a cat? No, she left behind a dog, though. Okay. I was seeing a pet. Okay. I wasn't sure. Um, I'm seeing white. White, white, white with black. Is it was yeah. it white and black? Absolutely, it's a chihuahua. And it's white and black. Oh, okay, that's what she's showing me. Okay, another validation. Well, you know, she's just letting you know that she's with you. Okay, I think we've got some validations. Would you want to? Because, like I said, a true uh, intuitive, like myself, Christian intuitive, we don't ask for um, we don't ask for answers. Uh they come they come to us, okay? And so far yeah. we pretty much validated uh names and people in your life and her pet. Is there anything um if she would like to answer it, would you like to ask her? No, I just need to know she's okay and she's in spirit and she's with me. That's oh, all yeah. I need to know. Oh yeah, well I think by the validations and and when she brought up her pet, I just lost mine my, my cat of almost fifteen years uh in the past few weeks and so I know how heart wrenching it is, you know, our our pets are our our kids, you know. So yeah, she just are. wants you and and you do you still have the dog? Yes I do. Okay. She wants to make sure you're taking care of him. 
That's all. That, that's she wants to know you're making taking care of him. And that well, I, um I could use her help with the vet bills but <laughs> well, I know that you know, just because I do the show, people think I'm loaded. I actually pay to do my show. This is my volunteer work to help others, you know. So I'm not ready yeah. to do this. So I know what what a struggle that is. I'm not a millionaire, far from it. You know? But um I think we're validating uh, to, to be honest, they all go to the other side and they all see what we're doing and um you know, um sometimes we just need that little extra booster shot to let us know that they're around us. She has been showing you signs but I don't think you realize they were signs. Um you know some of the signs that we find are, are coins uh, feathers, it, she's feathers and a bird. She's mentioning to me. What's up with the bird feeder? You have a bird feeder in the yard? Or uh, birds been coming around? Yes, a lot. Seems like a red red robin, huh? She actually had a thing she used to tell me all the time about when a red bird's near, it's, it's a loved one, and she would tell me that about every day. So See? we had a lot okay. of red birds okay. around this area. Okay, well, when you see a red bird, that means she's she's. Putting it there, people think they go into the animals. I don't believe that. They just manipulate them, okay, to let you right. know to give you a sign. So that's. I think it, you're pretty assured now from what I've just given you that uh, this is real, and uh, right. she's around you, and and she loves you very much. And she's talking, she's joking, but she's a little bit of a jokester sometimes. Like a lot oh, of times, kind of quiet. Okay, yeah, she's absolutely. showing me a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. What's that about? Did you chop chop a tree down one time and it had very few branches and it looked like something from Charlie Brown? No, but I remember something about a Charlie Brown tree when I was a kid. She used to make jokes about it. Okay, what was the joke? I'd love to hear it. Well, she'd be like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah, I'm not paying for I'm not paying for Christmas trees anymore. You know, you can go out and we'll build a Charlie Brown Christmas tree and just deal with it. You know, so I mean, she just. She was just like really, like you said, she was quiet, but when she said something, she was really out there funny. and really extroverted and funny about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know? She's giving me that impression. She's very quiet, but when she joked, it was like E.F. Hutton walked in the room. You better listen to her. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, no, she's she's letting you know. She's fine. I think uh, hopefully you're comforted and got the validations. And she wants you, even though she had passed in, you said August, right? Was it around right. the 18th? Was it around the 18th? Yes, I'm getting the number 18th. 17, 17th, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I was, my brother's birthday, my youngest brother's the 18th, and I was singing around that date. It could have been 31 days, so she's showing me close to that time, maybe she, right around, like, in late evening. Uh, on the uh, was it, Did she die in late evening? Actually, it was, I believe it was early morning. It was early, early morning early. on the 17th. Okay, okay. There's something about the 18th. Well, she's there. She's doing well. She wants you to be happy. Um, have you been looking, okay, now normally, like I said, if it, they give me validations, like if somebody comes on the show, like, tell me who I'm going to marry, this is not what the show's about, but <laughs> if they give me something, this is not a love horn column, I'm not, you know, head of hopper, you know, whatever you want to call me, yeah, okay, yeah. but she is telling me, um, something about work with you, um, are you on disability right now, or did you get hurt at work, yeah. are you looking for workers, okay, Yeah. I'm something with your leg? No, that was my well. That was my leg. I had some mental issues, but I'm on disability. Yes. 
Okay. Well, she said you were on disability, but something with the leg, does that mean anything to you? Do you have a limp or did you have a bone spur or something maybe in the foot? Um, no, she had, I know she had a knee replacement, but not me. So. Oh, maybe that's what she's telling me then. I thought it was for you, but she, she asked about the disability thing. Okay. Right. Um, you're going to do fine, she says. You're going to be fine. Just keep believing. Know that, you know, when it's your time, let God take you. Don't do it yourself, you know. Um, right. That um, uh, she thinks you should pour your 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 heart into maybe a toy. Well, like I do. I do a toy drive at Christmas. Some. Do you do things to help other people? Do you try to help other people? Absolutely. I'm a humanitarian, I would say, you know. Okay. Well, that I, she's I like telling it. me is... That's my strongest gift. She always says I'm, my compassion was my greatest gift, so... Okay. Well, that's your gift. We all come to Earth with a plan um, to learn our lessons. That's what life's about. That's the real meaning of life. And um, you keep doing that work, she says. She's very proud of you. Okay? She's very proud. And this Edward, she keeps bringing up Ed or Edward. I don't know whether he's affiliated with you doing some kind of work or you're going to meet somebody by that name to help you with whatever volunteer things that you're doing. But look for that name because she keeps bringing up Edward to me. Okay, I'll do that. I, okay, so when you when, when you meet up with him, you know you're on the right track. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're uh, very very welcome, and have a very very merry Christmas. God bless you. And I'll put you on hold. You can listen to the show, and at the end, all my shows are archived forever, so you can go back and uh, listen to the uh, the interview. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. God bless. Okay. Hold on. Okay, we have another caller, area code 856, last four numbers, 6949. Let me say hello first, and give me your first name and where you're from. Good evening, 856. Hello? Is anybody there? 856, area code 856, 6949. Okay, you must have hit the button to be in the queue. Okay, they're off the air. Okay, we'll go to the next listener. Okay. Oh, actually, uh, we'll put you back on hold. I got somebody else that wants to speak. Hold on. We have area code 864-0044. Hello. Hello. Hi, Hi could I have your first name and where you're from, please? I'm Catherine. I'm from South Carolina. Hi, Catherine. How are you tonight? Merry Christmas. How are you? I'm good. Um, I was calling. I had a cousin to die earlier. I think the first of the year. His name is Leon Carter. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he come through for me. Okay. Don't usually I ask not to give me their names because I, oh. validation is when they. But it's okay, honey. Don't feel bad about it. I because I want to be able to validate for you. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Um, was it an accident? Um, I think he had a heart attack. Was it because of an accident? Did he fall or I'm getting someone that fell, um, fell or got hit. What was he ever um, in an accident? Um, I don't know, was he in an accident or not? I know that he well, they said he died of a heart attack. He I think he was grabbing his chest or whatever, so um okay. I think they fought okay. him on that yeah. All right, and you just want to know he's okay, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, they're they're all okay. They're all okay. I'm going to see if I can give you some validations from him. Uh, like I said, I don't ask them. They give me what they give me. Okay, that's what a true, true Christian intuitive does. Okay. Um, okay. Um, he's showing me model trains. Does that mean anything to him, or do you, or do you remember anything to do with trains with him? No. Uh. Uh-uh. You got a pencil and paper. Write it down. It may not mean anything now. And you, week from now, I was like, oh my gosh. Now, now I know what she's talking about. It happens all the time. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Also, I'm getting the name Charles or Shirley. Who is that? Um, I think that might be his wife's name. Oh, really? Is she on this side? Um, she's dead. I mean, no, she's alive. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. We all have relatives like that. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get some validations from me. He's showing me the trains going, like going around the tree. Um, he had a rough coming up, didn't he? A rough time? Rough mm-hmm. time growing up? Didn't have a lot of money growing up? No, he didn't have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, things are very simple. Um, what else can I say? Was he into sports big time, mainly football? Uh, no. Uh-huh. He wasn't, okay. Well, he's showing me that for some reason. or I don't know why. You know, like I said, don't kill the messenger. I'm wanting a messenger. Okay. Um, okay. Yes, like I said, write it down. Write it down. Okay. Uh, what else is he giving me? Okay, you're in South Carolina. I actually have my oldest son's in North Carolina. Um, let's see. Let's see. Well, he's not giving me too much. Um, hmm. Have you ever felt his presence since he's passed? Um, I kind of, in a way. I be hearing like um, doorbells. Yeah, I have. <laughs> okay. Okay, don't be afraid of it. It's him. It's him. It's okay. him. Okay. Now, you said his name was Leon, right? Um, mm-hmm. He's also given me the name Charles. Who is Charles? Um, I don't know who it's Charles. Oh, my brother's Charles. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. That was <laughs> dog. <laughs> Like I said, we all got that family, got a family, you know. I don't want to know you. (laughs) Okay, that's just a validation. Uh, Charles and you, you're not that close or not? We're kind of close. We're getting better as we get older. (laughs) Okay, okay, but there were times there was a lot of issues, right? Yes, it was. Okay, he says forgive him. That's what life is about and afterlife is forgiveness. Forgive him, forgive him. That's what he's telling me. He wants you to forgive him. Okay, and that's his message for Christmas for you. Um, he's showing me a church. Who's the gospel singer? Who sang in the church? Um, Who sang in the church? Uh, I think my mother used to sing, uh, uh, but she's dead now, too. Well, it doesn't matter if they're dead or alive. I'm getting the messages either from him or someone on the other side. It could be about somebody that's still here. I'm hearing gospel music, and I'm hearing the song, and I'm getting chills, Amazing Grace. Why is that so significant? Is somebody's name Grace, or is that song very important to you? Uh, I think it was sung at my mother's funeral. Okay, so then maybe I have your mom mom with me then. Okay. Okay. Lillian, who's who's Lillian? Lily. My mother's name Leela. Leela, close. Okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. That's her then. 
Okay, I was getting I was getting the L. I sometimes see the big letters, the L, and I thought it was Lil. She was saying Lily, Lillian, but it's Leela, right? Leela. Yeah. Okay, so that means she's with me. Yeah, I felt the chills, so that means she's with me. She's smiling. She's uh, happy. She's great. happy, and she wants you happy. Um. Okay, what's up with your mother or you with Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that. We don't have Dunkin'. Well, no. We Do you have, have a donut one, shop or something know. close to you? No. Okay, was there something significant to do with donuts or Dunkin' Donuts or something like that? Mm-mm. Well, like I said, write it down, sweetie, because it may okay, not mean I something got now, it. and you may have a Oprah aha moment. You know? <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I'm just as good as what they give me. Do you want to answer the question? Like I said, I don't. If they were willing to give me an answer, that's fine. But doesn't I don't promise or guarantee. Uh, what, what would you like to ask her or or your cousin Leon? Oh, well, I like both of them know that I love them very much. Oh, they and know I that. Know. They know that. <laughs> they see all. They see all. They know all. They're 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 all over the place. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. They know. Oh, you really? Love them. They know you love them. They know you love them. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, now, I was talking to the um, the last guy about a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Maybe it was meant for you. What's up with the Christmas tree, the tiny little Christmas tree with not many branches on it? Does that mean anything? Is that maybe for you? It could no, be somebody I in the chat room, too. I don't, I don't decorate, so I don't think that okay. would be me. Okay. All right. Do you celebrate Christmas? Or not? I do celebrate. I just don't put the decorations and stuff because my kids are all big, so I don't. I just give gifts and that'd be about it. Oh, okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay, okay. Well, maybe she says get yourself a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Maybe that's what she's telling me. To <laughs> <laughs> get the spirit. To get the spirit. Okay, okay, honey. Is there anything else? I I think we got some validations. We got close to her name, and we got your brother, so they're all around just validating that they're uh, they're with you in spirit. Okay? okay. All right. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to ask her? Yeah, I have another cousin. She died this year too. Her name was Angelina Williams, and I was wondering. Okay, if she remember, was... don't give me the names because I I want to validate. Oh, I, don't, no, don't I'm not mad at you. I just want to validate. I just want to validate. Make sure they're the right ones. Okay, so go ahead, honey. Angela, Angelina. Okay, right. Okay. Well, like I said, that's that's for me to give you. But um, let's see, Angela. No, I'm not getting nothing from her. Was she a party girl? She liked to dance, go out dancing, have a good time? We used to all the time, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, she's telling you she's still dancing on the other side and dancing better ah, than ever. Wonderful. Yep. Cause Did you two, oh, wait a minute, wait. She's giving me the two of you doing something. I don't know whether it's karaoke or something, going up there like Diana Ross in the Supremes. Did you ever do something <laughs> younger with her, acting like you were uh, Diana Ross in the Supremes? I, I don't think so. We you never sat in... Okay, you used to dance, okay. Well, I don't know what she's showing me. Diana Ross, and she's doing, ooh, ooh, baby love, my baby love. And I don't know why, what that means. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what that means. So, like I said, just write it down. It could be a validation, okay? Okay. All right, honey, I hope I helped you and let, to let you know that they're... Uh, 
they're they're looking out for you, and uh, just look for the signs. They give you signs. Some people don't recognize them. Some people are afraid of them. The knocking is definitely someone, your mom, I think. Uh, if you hear something knocking, she's knocking from heaven's door. Okay, she's saying, okay. okay. Thank you. All right, honey. Have a blessed holiday. I'll put you on hold, and after the show, about a half an hour, it's archived. You can go back and listen uh, anytime because it's archived forever. And um, and maybe something you missed while we were talking because we all get you. Know, I even get nervous when I talk, believe it or not, and I don't shut up. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'll put you on hold if you want to continue listening. Okay. 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 Have a blessed holiday. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, we have another caller from, I think it's the one before, 856, last four numbers, 6949. Hi, Good can you hear me? Hi. Hi, what's your first Hi. name? Laura. Hi, Laura. Where, you, where do you live, Laura? I'm in New Jersey. You're in New Jersey, yay. <laughs> right, sister, I'm on the other, I'm on Orange County. I just moved from Westchester in New York, so I'm on the New Jersey side now. I'm not too oh, far okay. from Jersey. Yep, my grandfather was born and raised in Elizabeth, so <laughs> in Northern Jersey. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, how can I help you tonight, Laura? I'm just wondering if you're picking up anybody around me, any loved ones. Any? Okay. Did you lose a sister at a young age? No. Or a no. cousin? Hmm. Or maybe a uh, friend, because I'm seeing somebody to your side. It's, it's either a sister, cousin, or a friend. I had a, a male friend that I lost in college, and then I do okay. have a, had a, a cousin that was a little older than me, but I didn't know her that well. She lived in another state. She was older Is that than Linda? me. Linda? I'm getting the name Linda. No. Do you have somebody on the other no. side named Linda? No. Okay, write it down just in case, because it usually validates. Um Okay, let me see what I get for you. Where are you in? Which part of Jersey? Are you near Atlantic City at all? I'm down by Cherry Hill. Okay, oh, I know Cherry Hill. I had actually my kids had friend that moved there. Okay, yeah, that's not too far from Atlantic City, right? Past Seaside yeah. and all that. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. not far from Atlantic City. Okay, that's I was getting that feeling. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh, who worked at the casino? Does somebody you know work at the casinos? Identity C? No. <laughs> you didn't know somebody? No. Okay. I don't know what they're giving me. I mean, it doesn't mean they're they're on the other side. It's just a, someone on the other side is validating. And I'm getting the name Bill or William. Who's that? Doesn't mean I if you're dead, uncle. it could be on the side. I had an uncle Bill, but he's on the other side. Okay. Okay. So he must be the one with me right now. Okay. Was that your dad's brother? That was my mom's brother. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm hitting a million here. Um, okay, um, well, it must be him coming. Um, <sighs> I had an Uncle Bill. We used to call him Wild Bill because he was off the hook. Was this uncle also kind of crazy wild off the hook? I would say you know so, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a party animal, smoker, drinker, party animal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that's the energy I'm getting from him. Yeah, he's having a hoot of a time over there. <laughs> <laughs> They pretty much do things are. over there that we do here, huh? I think they all are because they're all there. Oh yeah, but they are. They're they're having a good time. They're having a hoop. You know, we're the ones sitting here mourning them, but they're they're having a heck of a good time, and we're the ones miserable. <laughs> I hate to tell you that, but 
Oh my gosh. Um, let me see what else we're getting here. Um, someone, I don't know whether it's Bill or someone else is bringing up something about happening. You went to a circus as a child, and something happened at a circus. Do you recall what happened? Uh, I I did go to a circus with my dad. My dad. Wait, no, it wasn't a circus. Okay. It was, yeah, it was something else. It was the ice capade. Okay. I'm sure and I something happened there? No, not I'm sorry, you got to talk into the phone, honey. I can't hear you. No, no, nothing happened. There's nothing. There was like a great memory about it. Something significant they're telling me. Hmm. Well, me, well, like I said, um, they're just they're giving yeah. me the messages, so it's not me. That's they're just telling me there was something significant. Did you meet somebody there, like a star or somebody, or uh, somebody important? No, for me it was the ice capades with my dad when I was little. That was that was a big deal. It wasn't a circus okay. though. Okay, well, something similar. It doesn't have to be exactly. Yeah. The names are sometimes close. But was there, uh, was it like, was Peggy Fleming there? That yes. was in the, um... yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's why they showed me the star that you, because you met, you, I mean, you were there with Peggy Fleming. You could have went to any ice capades. But they gave me yeah, the name Peggy was, Fleming. It was Peggy Fleming, yeah. She was the one who okay. was cheating and... Yeah, okay, because it, it could have been dad. Doris. What's her name? I can't remember her name, but they 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 distinctively gave me the name Peggy Fleming. I'm sorry. It was Peggy. You're thinking Dorothy okay. Hamill, but yeah. Dorothy Hamill. No, no, no. Peggy but I said that's why I said I could have said Dorothy Hamill, but they said they told me Peggy Fleming. So that was exactly. a validation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now that should make you happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, Okay. Is there something you want to ask them specifically, or someone specifically, and see if they'll answer? I well, I wonder. I don't know if they can answer this or not. If they have any idea, I had a phone interview today for a mm-hmm. job, and I wonder if they can pick up whether or not they see me getting that job or. Okay. See, like I said, I don't normally do. I only do that when there's loved ones giving me those answers. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, has, is it something to do with tel- uh, telecommunications? The job? They're showing me something to do with te- electronics or telecommunications. Uh, what's that about? Not this particular job. No, this job is not telecommunications. Okay. Well, yeah. they're showing me that's where they're leaning toward you going into. So maybe this job is not going to be the one, or maybe for a short time. They're showing me like working for a phone company or a cable company in 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 corporate. In corporate, hmm. do you do secretarial things, or or what do you do? What do you do? I develop training, so I write training and. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, they're, they're showing me something. There might be a job coming up with Comcast or something. I don't know that I don't know about yet. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's what they're showing me. That they're showing me that's going to be it. That's something to do with telecommunications. So, so yeah, I'd be mm-hmm. interested to call back if that comes through. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there yeah. anything else you want to ask? Uh, anything? Anything they want to tell me that I need should know? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Let's see. Um. Hold on one second. Let me see what I can get. Just give me a minute, okay? Okay. 
I'm typing to my co-host. I'm wondering where she is. Uh, um, let's see. Let's see. Huh. Did you, you know, just lose I, a pet? I, Did you just lose a pet? No, I don't have any pets. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, know. I don't know why they're showing know. me that. or Well, actually, they're showing me something to do with... Well, this sounds not perfect, but it's something to do with a squirrel. Did you have an incident with a squirrel in the yard or something? Because they said that's a validation of someone trying to give you a message. Do you remember anything no. happening with a squirrel? Oh, well, I remember one uh, about a year ago by accident. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Funny. Okay. Well, honey, uh, you know, you, you, that's okay. That it happens. Funny. Not that you did it purposely, yeah. but that's, that's, yeah. just, that's, a valid, that's a validation. That's why they mentioned the pet and the squirrel. <laughs> Um, I wasn't upset, but it was really upsetting. Well, no, I know that, but you you felt kind of bad about doing it, right? You felt really rotten about doing it. Okay, well, it's okay. I just want to know one thing. If if they could tell me, I don't know if they will know it or not, but I really want to get a house next year, and I'd like Mm -hmm. to know if that's in the cards for me at all. Okay. I'm seeing more like a townhouse or a condo, not a regular house. Are you in a condo now, or...? Uh, no, I'm, I is don't that, want to be in a condo. I want a, I want one level story living. I want a house, a little okay. rancher. Yeah. Okay. Are you in a condo now, though? Is what I'm asking. Are you in like I'm a townhouse condo now? Yeah. yeah well, that's basically the same thing. Um, something to do with. Uh, is there a road near you called Raleigh or Ranch House Street or Ranch House? Something, barn, street, something, something like that. Something to do with ranch, barn, something. Is there something in your area called that? Um, not that I'm aware of, but I could look it up and see. Yeah, look it up, Google yeah. it, and see if that's that, that's where I'm seeing you getting something. And that uh, It's either Ranch House Road or near maybe a restaurant called Ranch House Restaurant. I've never even heard of it before. Or Ranch Street or Roadhouse Street or Roadhouse. Yeah, it's going to be in that area where I see you getting something. And it's not going to be too expensive, okay? Okay. All right, well, thank you Yeah, just you write much. it down, like I said, because I, I, you know, it's great where you, if you call back a year from now, say, oh, my gosh, you were right. I had a lady on the line one night kept telling me, no, no, no. And I, I'll never forget this, one of my first shows. And I kept saying, Sam, 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 because she had lost her daughter. She kept saying, no, no, no. And then she contacted me after the show through Facebook. And so she goes, I didn't want to say it on the air, but I was having an affair with a guy named Sam for five years. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how it works sometimes. We we don't recognize it. We don't want to admit sometimes things or whatever on the air, but uh, it happens, you know. So, But anyhow, like I said, that's why I tell everybody uh, to you know write it down. It it's happened to me like um, three years later when my I, I've lost two of my children, a son and daughter in their twenties to cystic fibrosis. When my son mm-hmm. had passed five years ago, um, I had gone to an intuitive because I don't really I get signs, but I don't read myself. We don't read ourselves. Like a doctor going to another doctor, and she had told me something, and I kept saying, "Ah, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong." Well, you know, it was two or three years later something happened, and it was totally validated. I almost. Uh, poop myself. I'm not going to say it nicely. I was like, holy cow. And it was so out of the ordinary. But it didn't mean anything when I went to see her. 
So anything I tell you, like I said, the shows are archived afterwards. You can go back in case you missed something or if you want to jot it down. And usually all this stuff will come to light for you, okay? And okay. Uh, and then you'll see validations that, you know, they're around and the signs are there. I mean, many people overlook the signs, the pennies, the feathers, and all the other crazy ways they show us birds and butterflies. And actually, one of them are showing me something with butterflies with you. Did somebody have a butterfly collection or did you have an incident with, uh, out of the normal incidents with a butterfly recently? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, what happened? I, Tell me I about it. Signs. I get all those signs that you were just mentioning, the, everything that you were just talking about. But in particular, with, okay. with the butterflies, yeah, I, I, about a year ago, I went to a family picnic and traveled home for it and had asked my aunt to validate mm-hmm. to my, my family members that she was around, and this is her, their mother, my cousin's their mother. Okay, okay. So... I I wanted her to do something outrageous, like actually move salt pepper shaker or something. You know? Well, they don't do what you want them to do. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do what they want to do. To me, so I wanted her to do it in front of them. Right. So, but she didn't. What she did was she did a whole bunch of butterflies, and I was. It was weird because they kept landing in front of me, but they were landing on. The driveway. So it's mm-hmm. not like they were even, they weren't landing in flowers or in the grass or anything. They kept landing on the cement, you know, and I'm thinking, okay. this is very odd. And I knew right. what was going on, but mm-hmm. my family doesn't know. They don't understand that. That's nothing, that right. doesn't mean anything to them. Give them my book. And, I, I don't know if you know, I'm a best selling author. I have a book called Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. You want to read about butterflies? Read my book. You can get the Kindle for like yeah. 303. On Am- it's on exactly. Amazon if you want to check it out. But give it to oh, your family for the holidays and say, You want to hear what happened? Well, read about the butterflies. I'm not the only crazy person in this world. <laughs> It'll take something really elaborate before they'll believe me because this mm-hmm. stuff happens to me all the time and they just. Oh, they don't trust buy me. Into trust it. me. I've kept my. You know, I'm, I, I was 63 in September. I've been intuitive since I was a little kid. I have kept this from people most of my life, even though people knew it was a little different, but I used to be the goofball, yeah. trying to laugh it off and not understanding it. Plus, my dad worked for the Episcopal Church, and it was a no-no, and I'm mm. like, Ugh, you know. But at 60 years after losing, I lost my, my only daughter, my oldest, at 28 years old on Mother's Day 2002, and then mm. uh, my husband, April 2010, and then nine months later, my son, 2011. My youngest son, both children in the 20s, cystic fibrosis, and my husband, diabetes, and many others, uh, two nephews, a lot. I won't go into it all. But it took Mm -hmm. that for me to come out about my gift because they would not leave me alone. I mean, the signs from the day they died. And I actually, I have uh, on Facebook a signs page, the same name as the show. They come up in pictures. I don't just have orbs like people talk about. I have their faces. That come up in pictures. Nothing oh, photoshopped. Yeah, I don't get any of that. Yeah, go, 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 go. If you're on Facebook, go to Signs of Love One Send Us. Um, and uh, go look at that page. I got some really freaky stuff on there, and it's all real. And I put comparative pictures of what they look like and to what shows up in the photographs. It's great. It creeps me out at times, even, but it's great. It, I love it. You know how things have moved in front of me, literally. And I've, okay. I've seen. Like I had a flash drive that just went flying off my side table as I was sitting next to it, and mm-hmm. and then I had a 
bottle of water, you know, bottled water, and the cap mm-hmm. was sitting next to, you know, I had taken the cap off and it was sitting next to it. The cap flew up in mm-hmm. there and went onto the floor. And then I heard, oh, wow. um, I heard uh, something in the kitchen, and that was a fork had fallen off of my counter onto the floor. And then while mm-hmm. I was in there, I had one of these little salad plates that was sitting on the mm-hmm. kitchen counter, and that thing started right. wobbling. So, oh, yeah, but they it do doesn't things. scare me. They're just trying oh, to come you know what? We, we should. You know, it's freaky. Even though I'm an intuitive and I know they're fine, they're better than we are. We're the ones sick and everything here, you know. But it, it, it sometimes still creeps me out a little bit because sometimes it catches me by surprise. But it's only because I'm human. It creeps us out, but we shouldn't be afraid of it. You know, um, we shouldn't be afraid of it. You know, as long as you pray, I pray every day to you know in the light. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, but I mean, because there are other forces out there. That's what the whole Christmas is about. I mean, Jesus being born for our sins because there's another force out in this world that you know you kind of test the 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 the, the, the spirit. You know, um, yeah. I go by okay. how I feel about it at the time. If I'm scared, then I feel then it, it but. I, if I'm not scared it's of the dark. and I'm reassured, yeah. then I know it's of the light. You know what I mean? Yep. It's not, yep. Yep. I don't worry about huh. it. Huh. Well, just, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, Tess, if, it, like I tell people, like dreams too, because they'll come in dreams. If they, um, if it's a scary dream, uh, it's just something psychologically we're working out with our thoughts. But if it feels very real, it's actually a dream visit. You know, we don't get many of them. Um, I've gotten a couple, you know, of dream visits where I spent with my children and went there. And Because, you know, when we're sleeping, it's the closest thing next to death. So we actually go into uh, that state, you know. And it doesn't happen all the time, but we can actually travel in our sleep, you know. And trust me, it happens, you know. But there are other times mm-hmm. when I'm scared to death, and I know it's just a spooky dream. I, I sort of freaked out, too, like I said. So, you know, that's you got to test the dreams, too. So, But anyhow, well, um, you know. I was having a bad dream, and they woke me up. I, I heard my name being called out. They woke me up out of that dream. They didn't want me dreaming it. Really? And I thought that yeah, and I thought it was kind of weird because I I thought to myself, if they had just let me go sleeping on, mm-hmm. when I woke up in the morning, I wouldn't have remembered it because I usually don't remember my dreams. But right, they woke right. me up in the middle of it. Like, they didn't want me to be dreaming this, and it wasn't a good dream. Well, you know what they up. are? They're very, very, when they get to that side, the other side, they are very, very, very protective of you. You know, and they, they do. They, they become like guardian angels. I mean, there are what they call guardian angels. But, um, you know, they also, um, you know, uh, they protect us. They protect us. That's what, it, you know, that's what love's all about is protecting one another, being there for one another, whether they've left the, the earth plane, as they call it. I don't get all philosophical with all the things the other spiritual people do. But, you know, whether they've left earth or not, they're still around us. They surround us. That's why we get the signs, the butterflies, the rainbows, and all the other kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, I do. I hear but, it. Okay. Well, anyhow, Laura, it's been great talking to you. Like I said, um, yeah. the show is on for another hour. You can hang in and listen. I'll put you back on hold, or you can uh, go back to the archives and listen and see if you pick up anything. Um, you know, I'll and, listen. Um, 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, when I'm waiting for my co-host. Actually, I just Facebooked her, PM'd her, and she's having trouble calling into my show, which is great. I've, I've had nothing but Internet problems for the past two days because of our heat, so a Time Warner cable just changes something else here. And uh, the Internet's been on and off, TV's been on and off, phone's been on and off, so I didn't know if I was going to do the show tonight. So now my, my co-host is in Indiana, and she's having trouble getting through the show, so I don't know what the problem is tonight, so... Uh, but anyhow, Laura, it's been great talking to you, and Merry Christmas. And, um, Merry you know, what we try thanks. to do shows every Tuesday night, but I just bought a new house and still, and I'm I'm handicapped, 63, and I have multiple sclerosis, and so it takes me a while to do things. So I haven't been doing the show every Tuesday, but uh, I'm trying to get back into the swing of it, you know. Plus, I have four more books coming out, too, so trying to get them knocked out. So I'm a busy lady, <laughs> or a retired lady. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, like I said, my my book is called Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Cycle. If you want to Google it, you know, and learn a little more about stuff, and uh, you can get the Kindle for like three bucks. So, and uh, they make all the money. It doesn't matter what you buy because they're the ones making it. They believe me, if you write a book to make money, don't do it. <laughs> it's not about that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, no. Okay. Well, have a very Merry Christmas, and I'm going to put you on hold, and then I'm going to uh, play some more Christmas music for a little bit. And, oh, actually, my co-host is coming on now. She finally got through. So I'm going to bring okay. her on the air. And then, uh, you know, um, listen, there may be some other things that, you know, I, I have a chat room, too. It's working finally tonight. So if you hear something else while we're talking that might be significant to you, just pipe in. Okay? Okay. Thank you. I will. Okay, Laura. God bless. Okay. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Oh my gosh! I know what happened. I, you know what? I think maybe what? I wasn't connected um, coming in. I, I don't know, but I could. I thought I had the phone number, and then I went to your page, and it's blocked. There's a picture on top of the numbers I needed. <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you mean? What you went on the page? What was blocked? The 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 numbers that I needed. I need the three four seven and the the, the three numbers after. I haven't put it in my phone, and I have to. And it was blocked on my page? Yeah, there was a picture, the numbers that I needed. I, I need the 347 and, mm-hmm. and the 9201, but the, the other numbers, the 838, I was like, wait a minute. That should have <laughs> been blocked. Page. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That, that was <laughs> weird. Well, I've been having trouble, like you know, since yesterday. It turns out yeah. most of our county was down with this turnover and – Boy, did I blast them today, and they're going to give, reimburse me a whole uh, $11 and something for two days, and I didn't wasn't able to get back on until a few minutes before the show. I called another friend because I couldn't get a hold of anybody to type on my page, and just as she was going to type, um, whatchamacallit, uh, the show came up. So I said, okay, let's hope that he, it goes on, you know? So anyhow, crossed, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is my co-host, Marsha, from Indiana. Come and on, uh and we've been on the show out for an hour and played some Christmas music. And I did a few readings and pretty much on the ball with it. And you know, you can go back and listen to the archive and and hear the show. And so what is your feeling about Christmas? What's the meaning to you, Marcia? People, family, um, if you have your family, consider yourself very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we, we've all had losses and grief in our life. Um, but we we can choose to be happy that they're in a better place. 
or we can choose to be sad because we're without them. I choose to be mm-hmm. happy. Um, but right. enjoy the people that you still have around you. Um, cherish the moments. Um, even if you have a ton of stuff to put under the tree or you have nothing to put under the tree, if you have your family uh, together, um, mm. rejoice um, and love one Amen. another. That's what it's about. Yeah. Do you want to, um, being that you just came on and you usually do our, our prayers, do you want to say a special Christmas prayer for everybody who's grieving right now? Would uh, sure. the audience like to join us in prayer? I'd like that. Okay, I'll let you do it. Okay. Father God, we come to you humbly tonight, and in our hearts, you know each one. We ask that you be with us, lift us up when we're down, if we're down, (laughs) Uh, because some of us have had loss, and we know that our loved ones are with you in heaven, um, that they have work to do there with you. we're human. We miss them. Um, we're happy that they're surrounded by your love and beauty, but we miss them here. So remind us to cherish each other as we go through this holiday season and make lots of memories uh, with the people who are still left to us and enjoy one another, love one another. Uh, remember to be nice to people when you're out shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, you probably have a story about that one. Uh, because oh no, the, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> by by yeah, the end of tomorrow, um, I will, I'm sure. But just be nice to one another. Remember, everybody else is trying to gather um, their family dinner, and um, but Father God, we thank you for the things that we do have, the people in our lives mm-hmm. that we do love. Um, that we can share this holiday season with. And we are ever so grateful that we have been blessed by you um, to be able to share with our families the love and peace that that you would wish us to have. Amen. In Jesus' name and the reason for this. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm um, going to play an approach. I'm going to play an appropriate song, Joy to the World, uh, right now. I need a little break. Um, and then we'll come back on the air. We'll still be on the air, but I'll, I'll play the song. Uh, we'll have like a couple minutes uh, music, um, and then I'll be back on. And then we'll we'll talk more. So if you want to call in at 347-838-9201, keep trying. Hit the number one cue if you want to talk to us, and we'll go from there. So here we go. I'm going to play Joy to the World.
We're back on the air. Marcia, got you back on, right? Yes, I'm here. That wasn't me playing, by the way. I have yet to. I usually sit here and give myself uh, Don Kirshen or Rock Carnival's concerts for huh? Christmas <laughs> to myself. That wasn't me, by the way. I'm much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I see we have some people in chat. Um, feel free um, to call into the show if you want to speak to us. At uh, like I said before, at um, what's our number? Oh, three four seven eight three eight. 9201, it sounded like I had too much eggnog, which I haven't, <laughs> I'm just tired tonight, <laughs> I wish, <laughs> but uh, if you have any questions, feel free to type it in the chat or call in, so um, Christmas, Christmas, um, you know, it is a tough time of year for those mourning and uh, with losses, and you know, I talk about the empty chairs at the table, you know, everybody else goes on and does their thing, and there's so many that we try to go through the motions, and even surrounded by family. Others, a lot aren't that have losses, aren't surrounded by their families, and it's not so joyous for people, you know. Um, I had posted something tonight I saw for, on Facebook about that. Uh, if I can scroll down and find it, let's see where it is. Um, let's see. It was a quote saying, I'm sorry, does my grief make you uncomfortable? Guess what? Me too. But my uncomfortable lasts forever, while yours probably lasts about as long as a sentence does. And it's true. So many people don't recognize that, you know, we come home after the funerals of the ones we love, and everybody goes back to their lives, and we go back to now empty chairs at the table. Things that we used to do with them, um, you know, times we shared, no more memories to make with them. And, you know, a lot of people do complain, like even on Facebook, it's happened to me. You know how many times I've been mocked and others. And, you know, you know, you go on with the kids' pictures. And, well, you know, that's all we have left of them is our memories, you know. So mm-hmm. don't don't put people down for that, you know. that's They were real. They were part of our lives. They, my kids were in my life for 28 and 22 years. And and uh, that's all I have left to them. And I'm, they're never going to be forgotten. It helps me feel better. You can always not have to look at my page or avoid it, you know. But if it makes me feel better, it makes other grieving parents feel better, let them do it. Don't give them a hard time about that. You know, it's something most don't understand unless they've gone through it, you know. Well, you know, what I've noticed is that when you're grieving, you tend Mm -hmm. to say the same things over and over again. And people get tired of listening. But you need to get it out there. Um, And if, if you really have compassion or empathy, sympathy, whatever you want to call it, toward that mm-hmm. person, um, you'll be gracious enough to listen to the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yep. that helped me. I mean, <laughs> uh, someone yep. listening to me, um, because the hurt is raw, and it takes a while to go away. Mm-hmm. Even the good and stuff. And sometimes it doesn't ever about. go away. It gets different. It never goes away. It gets yeah. different. That's what, yeah, That's it gets true. different. We go on. You know, and the other thing, we hate the cliches, like they're in a better place, and we know, we know that. It doesn't matter. We're missing them. We know they're in a better place. Watch what you say to people that are grieving, you know. Um, every I give it to everyone that, um, it, you know, we've heard the same things over, and just like you're sick of us saying the same, we're, we're sick of you saying the same things that we've heard from, they're in a better place, and you'll be with them again, and we know this, we're not stupid, you know, but it's, like you said, Marsha, you hit the word, it's raw, 
it's raw. And it could be one year, five years, ten years. It's been, it'll be 15 years for my daughter in May, uh, six years in February for my son, uh, seven and years for my husband in April. And it'll be around their angel dates, their birthdays, yep. holidays. Birthdays, yeah. yeah. Yes. Especially um, Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas when everybody's yeah. gathering the happy, happy, joy, joy, and we have the empty chairs at the table, which I... People know I've I wrote a poetry book. It's probably now a thousand poems. It's way up there. Uh, I haven't published it yet, but I do have a page called uh, "Venting Through Grief" by Peggy S. Emanese, and poems are free on there. But it gets our point across. And I, like Marcia said, I'm not the greatest poet in the world. It rhymes, but it's from my heart. You know, yeah, and you can, I don't you can expect. Always tell that. Yeah, it's, I can always tell that. And, you know, you're writing from your heart. And it's not always about what I'm going through. It's, it's like somebody, you know, I also counsel other grieving parents, and uh, they may be having a rough time. And so I, I write a poem for them. It's not always about me. Um, you know, I share in their feelings. I, I have the empathy. I feel what they feel, you know, and I just try to get it across gently. Sometimes I'm a little hard with people. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. people take some of my poetry as a little raw itself, but it's not. It's... Um, it's to make you think, like everything else in life, think before you speak, you know, because right. don't make it harder. A lot of times people make it much harder for the grieving uh, person, whether it be a parent or a spouse or a sibling, you know. They make it harder by the things that you say, and we know, you know, you're well-meaning, you know, that's all and good. But the best thing I say to say to someone through grief is, I'm sorry, can I do anything? Don't offer explanations, especially if you haven't been through it. We don't want to hear it. We're sick of we're sick of hearing you about that. So I just and I'm not being nasty. I'm I'm being honest. You know, I'm yeah. being honest about it. So There's so a, anyhow, a so poem, um, that I would like to recommend to to our listeners. It's called A Letter from Heaven, and it's by mm-hmm. Ruth Ann Mahaffey. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of long, um, so you I mean I, I could read it. I do. I have it up. Want okay. me to read it? Okay, read it to us. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Okay. It's called The Letter from Heaven, and Ruth Han- Ann Mahaffey is the author. To okay. my dearest family, some things I'd like to say, but first of all, to let you know that I arrived okay. I'm writing this from heaven. Here I dwell with God above. Here, there's no more tears of sadness. Here is just eternal love. Please do not be unhappy because I'm out of sight. Remember, that I am with you every morning, noon and night. That day I had to leave you when my life on earth was through. God picked me up and hugged me, and he said, I welcome you. It's good to have you back again. You were missed while you were gone. As for your dearest family, they'll be here later on. I need you here so badly, you are part of my plan. There is so much that we can do to help our mortal man. God gave me a list of things that he wished for me to do, and foremost on that list was to watch and care for you. And when you lie in bed at night, the day's chores put to flight, God and I are closest to you in the middle of the night. When you think of my life on earth and all those loving years, because you are only human, they are bound to bring you tears. But do not be afraid to cry. It does relieve the pain. Remember, there would be no flowers unless there was some rain. I wish that I could tell you that all all that God has planned. If I were to tell you, you wouldn't understand. 
But one thing is for certain, though my life on earth is over, I'm closer to you now than I ever was before. There are rocky roads ahead of you and many hills to climb, but together we can do it by taking one day at a time. It was always my philosophy, and I'd like it for you too, that as you give unto the world, the world will give to you. If you can help somebody who is in sorrow and pain, then you can say to God at night, my day was not in vain. And now I am contented that my life was worthwhile, knowing as I passed along the way, I made somebody smile. So if you meet somebody who is sad and feeling low, just lend a hand to pick them up as on your way you go. When you're walking down the street and you've got me on your mind, I'm walking in your footsteps only half a step behind. And when it's time for you to go from that body to be free, remember, you're not going. You're coming here to me. Beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. That is so true. I'm going to read you um, my poem, Empty Chairs of the Table. I wrote this uh, a year ago, right before my daughter's birthday, September 1st. It's called Empty Chairs of the Table. Now another birthday is drawing near, without those so dear we treasured, no longer here. The chairs were empty without my daughter and son, and all the rest that Lord has called home. The birthdays, the holidays, and all other special occasions, so empty without them, so what is wrong with this equation? My kids should not have died before me, but God must have needed them more than me. I begged and prayed, Lord, hear my plea. I don't see how this is possible when I sit at that table alone. I cry my heart out at my house, no longer the same home. I should be baking cakes and giving them a surprise party. Instead, I dread these days when I should be filling their bellies hearty. Without with food and all things they so enjoyed, my precious only daughter and my little boy. While others looking forward to these moments in time, I am alone trying to make sense by my rhythm and my rhymes. So many take for granted these special times, not knowing how a grieving parent feels half out of our minds. We now go through just the motion of what was once our lives. So empty are the chairs since our kids have died. Yes, we do go on as hard as it is for us all. Who have lost our children, we try and stand tall. We hold on by a thread. We are with our belief that there are no tears in heaven and live with our grief. So the next time you see a post, our children in memory, be thankful it isn't you without your kids and, and your destiny. Let us vent and cry and honor them too. We have nothing left else now to see us through. A lifetime of empty chairs at that table. We sure uh, we do this for us to keep us stable. Ah, oh, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. That's I beautiful. mean, it's you know, it's simple. You know, I'm a simple lady. You know, I and uh, it's just uh, it's truth. It's truth. It's you know, we go through the motions. You know, I got the, the tree up this year. I got a beautiful new home. I love it. I'm still sad. Um, you know, I have two other children, son and Carolina, as you know, one here. And we go through the motions and we do good cheer and, you know, happy, happy, joy, joy, as they say, you know. But there's a hole in my heart and memories come flooding back from 28 years of my daughter and 22 years of my son. You know, you can't stop thinking about it. You can't, you know, it doesn't go, it never goes away. But we do make new memories, you know, but it doesn't mean, you know, it's, it's kind of a, uh, 
you know, many mixed emotions, uh, the holidays, you know. But Christmas gives us, if we think of the reason about Christmas, like the show's about tonight, the promise, you know, like the rainbow. Uh, Jesus is the promise that we'll be with him again. So we got to just hold on tight, you know, until we go and finish our job and our plan here. And uh, do the best you can, you know, as hard as it is. We got to, you know, I, I use myself as an example, not to keep talking about myself, but because I do understand, you know, and that's what the show is about. Come on and vent. Come on and scream. Come on and cry if you want. I'm here to listen. Marsh is here to listen. We're not going to turn you away. That's what the show is all about, you know. And, um, you know, when you have nowhere else to go, you know, we uh, we open our show to you. You know, that's what we do. So so what are your plans for Christmas there, Missy? I know your boys are coming in. And, uh, yes. You excited? Um, well, it's difficult because um, one's a vegan. and um, Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so put up the rabbit cage and throw some lettuce on the ground. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. there you go. Uh, yeah. We've decided that we'll go grocery shopping, and he can get you know what he wants to eat, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's bringing some some of his own food. He's pre pre making it for the trip. Um, right. Because I'm 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 serving up ham and mashed potatoes and yams and you know, um, but we'll we'll make him mashed potatoes with his vegan butter, and we'll mm-hmm. do ours with the regular butter, but. Uh, Right. He's he's one that doesn't mind helping. He's always been a, mm-hmm. a really good helper worker. He'll he'll help you know make the meal and everything. And mm-hmm. um, the other the other son's coming with. They're they're going to be here Thursday. I'm all excited. Cool. Because um, I haven't seen him in a while, so yeah, it'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think we're having a well. My brother's supposed to be coming. He he also lost his son two years ago. One of his two sons, and it'll just be Dan, me, and him. I offered my sister if she feels up. She's been not feeling well, and I gave her an open invitation. And anybody else who wants to stop by, I think I'm going to make a. uh, You know, I usually do like my once a year prime rib or something, and I think I'll make a panaziti and all all kinds of different stuff. You know, so there'll be plenty here. I like right. to cook. Even with my crippled self, I like to cook. I can do that still. So I'm looking forward to it. And My helper's coming tomorrow to get bring more stuff to storage, so I'll hopefully have a living room after tomorrow. Yay, finally after six yeah. months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that. I uh, I haven't had a real tree in probably over 25 years. And the last few years, uh, I people know I was a victim of Hurricane Sandy 2012, so I really had no living room after that. Uh, repaired as much as we could in my former house, and the living room had to be let go, so we had, we had a little tiny tree up. So I do have a little, I have a six and a half foot in my room, my main room, um, bedroom, you know, artificial, and I'm hoping by, what's tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be able to go out and get a real tree for the living room. So I, it's the little things. I'm excited about that, you know. And right. uh, yeah. I like the smell of um, the, the evergreens, you know. And I'm, I'm definitely allergic to trees, by the way. So if I'm not on the show, you know, cause I went into anaphylactic shock trying to enjoy my holiday. <laughs> but 
I'll call now. I'll call nine one one for you. They'll they'll you know come to but my house and I'll out, say no. But there's no eleven on the phone. There's no eleven. I get that joke in it because I'm also a jokester. Someone says call nine one one, but I can't find the eleven part. How do I do this? No, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> that's I get this drum roll out right. Yeah. You got to keep laughing. You know, you got to keep oh, the humor up. And uh, you, well, that's yeah. part of it. Um, you balance you it. feel maybe guilty. Um, mm-hmm. If you find yourself laughing, um, right? Because you, you know you're sort of, sort of like you have to allow that for yourself. You, you have to find right. that balance. Um, it's right. okay to laugh. It's okay to cry. But it's not okay to cry more than you know. I mean, like if you if you need to talk to someone, um, mm-hmm. especially during the holidays, I, it's, it's difficult sometimes to. But if you need professional help, please seek it. Don't don't yes. um, don't think bad thoughts or because your loved one, you know, wants you to complete your mission here, and we each have a different one. And that's that. And that's what I try to um, specify to people um, is that that's the whole reason. It's not about the presents and the. I mean, buying presents for people that's already got a thousand ties and making fruitcakes. Who eats them? People go crazy. They get themselves into debt. And yes, presents are nice, you know. But especially if you think about when you've lost a loved one, what is Christmas really about? It's about the birth of Jesus, the promise, the promise of of there is life after death. And uh, while we're on the subject, I'd also like to mention tonight, if you do are really at the verge, there's someone out there besides the show to help you. Um, The suicide helpline number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. If you feel like you're on the verge, call that number. There's always someone out there to help you, okay? We can help you so much. I'm only here on Tuesday nights. Um, Facebook, I talk to people privately in my private groups, but they're there 24 hours. That's the National Suicide Helpline number, so... Go back to my show if you need it. Uh, write it down. If you're feeling very distraught, please call that number. There's always someone there to listen, someone to help you get through because suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Remember that, okay? Amen to that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all been there. I mean, there's, I don't think there's one human being that hasn't thought of it from time to time. I mean, I'll tell you, when I lost my second kid, I told everybody, I can't do this again. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. And then I was – they had me on watch for weeks afterwards. People were worried, you know. I was worried. I was scared. Yeah. And the only thing that stopped me were the loved ones that are here. I had two other sons, and I'm thinking, that's – I can't. I can't. I, I was hurting so bad. I was so numb, but I'm thinking they're hurting just as bad as I am. It was their sister and brother and their dad. They were my children and their father, but they're hurting like me in a, from a different you know, perspective. Right. And if, what am I going to add another one to it? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so that's that's what stopped me uh, because I was I was there. I'm not going to lie to you. As much as intuitive and uh, what I call you know my gift, and it is my gift. I had had it. I had had it with the pain on this side. You know, I Marcia, Facebook people, everybody knows I've had tremendous amount of loss at a very close time. Many friends. Two nephews, two children, the husband, father-in-law, brother-in-law recently, my treasured cat, who 
was right up there next to my kids as Marcia's talked to me every day since and before when he was so sick and yeah. she, she knows the hard time I've had. That was I, I was broken, 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 broken. And uh you know, um there are peeps, you know, they're like people, you know, reflections of humans. And uh I was devastated again and again like I get hit all the time, you know. But I know that, you know, it's their time is up. Their their job has been done. It's their time to go, and we have to wait until it's our time, and we have to finish what we set out to do here, okay? So, like I said, please call that number if you need help. Um, please, okay? So our show is about a lot of things, like I said, venting and signs and readings, but it's also like a help show, you know? I'm not a psychiatrist. She, you know, Marsha's not a psychiatrist, but you know what? Psychiatrists are people, too, that read books. I've lived grief through grief. You've lived through grief. We help you through what we've been through. Marsha lost a uh, foster son uh, to death. She's lost her husband. She's lost other people. She's had trauma in her life, a traumatic experience. I do. So we take what we have gone through. And what's my favorite expression that my niece Melissa used to hate? Take your lemons, make lemonade. You know? Life hands you, um, what was the uh, great Irma, Bro- what was it, Broadbeck? Broadbeck? She Broadbeck, used to say the yeah. other thing. Yeah, it was like, if life's a bowl of cherries, what am I doing in the pits? You know, yeah. it's kind of like yeah. my lemonade, lemonade to lemons to lemonade. But life is sour at time like lemons, you know. But there's also that sweetness, the memories that you treasure, the time you spend with people, the love that you feel, the things you enjoy. There's so much left to do, you know, and we never get to see it all, you know, uh, during our lifetime. So try to fill those times, um, even me with the MS. I'm pretty much crippled these days, and I try to still get in that car and drive, and I don't go very far these days, but I would love to go in to see the Rockettes this year. I've been saying it for every year. Maybe somehow I'll get down there before January 1st, you know. And, uh, you know, there's things to do. There's things to do and people to help and places to see. And, I I mean, I've been taking rides here and there and just driving to the neighborhood. I'm in a new neighborhood and driving, I'm, you know, 10 miles from where I moved from over the bridge, you know, from one county to another. And, you know, I I come home at night and I'll take a ride to see the lights and whatever. There's always something to do to, to, to brighten your night. So. Focus on the little things in life, not about the, you know, the the, the new uh, game boxes out and the the new uh, Xbox games and uh, you know all the the new fangled stuff out there, the new cell phones and put them down, put them down, spend time with your family, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's another family. suggestion. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be nice. Put your cell phone nice. down while you're visiting with your family over the holidays and make some yes. memories in real time. That would be lovely. Yeah, <laughs> I have people think media. I'm. I am the um, wicked witch of the the um, internet uh, this, of the cell phones. I'm not a texter. I do on occasion. I tell people time don't text me because I really don't read them. Um, I happened the other day. My sister-in-law texted me about my toy drive because uh, she's wonderful. <laughs> One of the only people that's contributed this year, out of all these people that I know. And uh, we were kind of coordinating to when I'm going down and whatever, and and she had texted me because she was on the run, forgetting that I really don't text. And thank God the phone was laying next to me. I would have never known she texted me. I would have never known. You know, She had sent me another text a week before, and I just found it a week later. So I'm not a texter because I believe in one-on-one human contact. We're losing human touch. You know, We're failing to thrive. 
We need that one-on-one with each other. Let's let's do that this year. Let's let's start something new. Okay, new year. Um, let's put the taxes down and let's stop. Uh, you know, we got the Facebook. I'm I'm the bad. I'm a Facebook, but I I have to I have to uh, network because of the work I do. You know, right. and sometimes I vent to help others and whatever. But I'm starting to slack off on that a bit. But I'm not a texter. I'm not. Um, you know, I, I, I it's rude. <laughs> Oh, gosh, yeah. hold on a second. Okay. I got somebody calling. I'm ignoring it. So if you hear the beeping, because I do this, you know, through the phone and my internet, so I'm ignoring right. it. Um, it? You know, put the phones down. It's 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 rude. When you're sitting there with a bunch of people and you're sitting there texting and not listening to what they're saying, put them away. It's not that important. Talk well, to your friends later. you're coming together for the holiday, be together for the holiday. Mhm, mhm, exactly. You know, um, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of haters about this or get hate mail, but who, I don't care. It's the way I feel. You know, you and I were both born uh, less than a year apart. You know, born in the '50s, early '50s, and you know, we grew up. We lived fine without the cell phones and without texting and without Facebook and without the internet. You know, you got out in the fresh air and you did things. You know, you sat with families and gathered around the table. Before those chairs are empty, fill those chairs and talk to people. Okay. Yes. You know, give somebody a hug. You know, um, how about um, pay it forward? That new thing—that's wonderful. I love that. Pay it forward. Um, go into a pizzeria and buy a slice of pizza for somebody if you can do it. I'm not saying everybody can do it because not everybody has the money. You know, do something nice for somebody. That's what the holidays are about. You don't have to go out and spend a thousand dollars on somebody or five hundred or three hundred. You know, right. you can do nice things for people. That's what this is. It's not just about Christmas. This should be every day of the year. You know, yeah. it's all about interaction with people and, you know, go talk to comfort somebody. People don't realize how many times I've sat alone all by myself. I mean, I came from a big family and a lot of friends and I've spent since my children died for most of my time alone. People are either afraid of me like I'm the plague or they think I'm going off the deep end with, you know, because I, I, I do this EBGB stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that helps other people that God gave me that I've suppressed all these years. And, well, let right. them think what they want. I don't care. Who cares? You know what? It's between me and God because when we get over to that side, you're going to see who Peggy Peggy Manisi was, you know? So it's between me and the Lord, you know? And uh, right. I'm content. I'm content with that, you know? So if you think I'm crazy. Well, I think I have different whatever. gifts, you know, that God has endowed us with. And you shouldn't be jealous of other people's gifts. You've got mm-hmm. your own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, you know, you know and, and the thing is, you know, even the intuitive, we're all intuitive. It, it's a gift God gave us all. You know, other people used to call it, um, oh, you know, I got this feeling or intuition or I'm having a deja vu or this or that and the other thing. It's your intuition. Use it. Not everybody's fine-tuned. Um, like I've said before, not everybody's going to sit at the piano and, and some are going to play chopsticks and some are going to play uh, Beethoven's Fifth, you know? Yeah, um, sure. You know, I might be on the Beethoven's Fifth then with what I have right now. Uh, you may be playing chopsticks with it, but we all have it. You can get signs without going to an intuitive. You can, you know, ask and pray and say, look, at, uh, you need to be comforted. You can, you can do this on your own, you know? Well, I mean, I've gone to other people the... when I need a little bolt, but... But anyhow, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, that's that's one of the things I think it, part of the gift is the gift of the Holy Spirit within yep. each of us. Um, yep. If you're saved, then, you know, um, 
I always ask God, especially if I'm feeling weak, to lift me up. Um, yeah. Because well, tell him what you do every day, and I love it I because don't. it helps me. What do you do every day? Oh, <laughs> I go get my Bible, and um, when I take it down, um, I'll say, "Talk to me, God," and mm-hmm. I'll flip a and page open for. For a message, yes, and he he gives me a message, something I needed to hear every day. Um, yeah. And it's it's just amazing. Um, it, he's It's like he's talking directly to me. And right. I pray throughout the day, you know. Every time, mm-hmm. we've got two big dogs. Every time I go to take the dogs out, I'll say, God, please cover us with your protection. Because one exactly. of the hasps, uh, doesn't want to close tightly, so <laughs> and they will mm-hmm. go after you know another dog or something. And we live right on the highway, so um, right. I say a prayer of p- protection. You know, um, I'm I talk to God all day. You know, every day, um, mm-hmm. out loud. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. I, think I agree he, with you. He listens. Yeah. Of course he listens. He's always there when you have nobody else. And that's what's gotten me by when everybody else deserted me. I had him and I would talk to him in prayer and ask for answers and, and ask him every day. I asked to be coated with his armor of protection against evil. Um, I have a little thing I want to read. I read something early in the show. Um, go back to the archives when you can, Marshall. Listen to it. I think you'll find both mm-hmm. interesting. But and this is another thing about the purpose of Christmas. And we talk about people like us with gifts. You know, you have the lights. I have the um, – you know, I bring people through, and um, but Jesus was that way also, um, and this is why I'm going to read this. It's called The Purpose of Christmas. It's interesting that Jesus made a significant statement about his birth just before his death. During Jesus' trial, <clears throat> Pilate asked about his identity. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus replied, for this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Jesus didn't say he was born to preach or heal, but that his fundamental purpose was to bear witness to the truth, just like what we do. Pilate, well, I don't put ourselves on his level because he's the king of kings, but we're all a part of you know, God. Pilate mm-hmm. then asked, what is truth? But he was in too much of a hurry to wait for the answer, like most people. How many of us are like that today? Sometimes it takes a tragedy such as death in the family or a recent terrorist attack before people take time to measure their lives against what is generally meaningful and true. When a carpenter says, I'm going to true up a piece of wood, he lines up a board to conform with the standard of a plumb line. Opinions don't count, only the truth. Down through the ages, Jesus declares, I am the way and the truth and the life. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Jesus came into the world bearing a message of paramount importance. God is our creator, sustainer, and redeemer. To see the Father, he must look at his Son. The reason Jesus was born is that we might know God. This is why we celebrate Christmas with such joy year after year. Through Jesus called Emmanuel, which means God with us. God is indeed with us in youth and old age, in good times and bad, in tragedy and triumph. But in bringing us into this wonderful message... Jesus goes a step further and trusts with us tremendous responsibility of sharing God's word with others. You will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. That's an Acts 1.8. Millions of lost souls desperately need the life-giving message of the gospel. And like Marcia said, she goes to the Bible every day. I'm not telling you, I'm not preaching to you, but 
do that. You know, you want an answer, talk to God, and he usually does give you an answer like he gives to her and many others. You know, he's he around us all him. the time with signs. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. Definitely. He, he definitely. wants to answer us. Sometimes it's so you have not because you've asked not. Um, you know, mm. I, <laughs> I, I don't quote scripture and and uh, like Kevin Chappelle, uh, who's been on your show many times, Peg. But um, mm-hmm. and he knows his Bible really well. But yes, he does. I study. You know, I study and um, I go to that every day, and I try to live my life a little bit better. Like today, you said, right. pay it forward. Um, went to Aldi today, and it's a store where you have to pay a quarter if you want a cart. Um, wow. That encourages people to bring their cart back, you know. Well, right, someone right. has left a cart, um, you know, just sitting there, paying it forward. It's only a quarter, but someone was mm-hmm. nice enough to leave their cart out for someone. Because somebody who doesn't have, have a quarter. quarter. Yeah. Many people are struggling, and a quarter is a lot to them. And it's, you know, yeah. it may not be to others, but, I mean, if you're down to your last $10, and it's a choice between milk, egg, and yeah, milk, eggs, and bread for the right. very basics of life, a quarter is a lot. You know, yeah. it, it all adds up. And uh, pay it for it doesn't have to mean just going and, and buying somebody a slice of pizza. Open a door for somebody. Help an old lady cross the street. You know, show them you, show somebody you care. You know, is it so time, hard? Yeah. Take the time. That's what it's about. That's what Christmas is about. You know, like I said, it's not about the gifts and about, you know, like I said, that's all hunky-dory and nice. And, you know, it's great, you know, but uh, it's so much more, you know, and it's, you know, and I wish, <laughs> you know, I look at Christmas like a, I've said before, a booster or an inoculation or a vaccine. Every, you notice how everybody around Christmas, of course, everybody's scurrying around and stressed, but everybody's happy, happy, joy, joy, and so nice to you. And then right after Christmas, everybody's goes back to being miserable. Not everybody, but most people. And it's so funny. I mean, we need that, that vaccine every year. We need that. We need that. I'm not oh, one of the vaccines, but we need that kind of inoculation every year. You know, it gives us hope. It gives us uh, something to look forward to, you know. It's beautiful season, the lights and the and the presents and the, the get-togethers. and the, It's beautiful, beautiful. And I just wish we could try to keep that spirit up more, you know. And that's one of my goals in life that I feel that I try to do. I, I don't try to make people miserable, even though I do. <laughs> you know, um... um well, there are. I mean, there's many people that don't understand what I do and think I'm this poor, pathetic old lady that lost her kids that's going off the, the deep end. Well, like I said, when we get in front Call of St. Call the men Peter, in the white coats. Say, <laughs> mm-hmm. Trust me, I would have been taken away a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? I'm still talking and functioning, you know? So, you know, everybody goes, oh, you're so strong. <laughs> it's not strong. It's Yeah, I'm strong in belief. I am strong. Yeah, that's yeah. Because, because of the Lord. It's my, my, my faith that keeps me going. You know, not you or him or the guy down the street or you're all part of that, you know. You know, we need to be there for each other, but it's my faith that keeps me going, you know. Every time I feel like going to quits, I say, I, I, I look up and I say, help me. Help me. Yes. I know you're there. I know you're listening. And a lot of people think, too, when we pray that God doesn't always give you what you want. So if you think you're going to get everything, now. It's what he thinks is best for you. 
Right. You know, and uh, you got to realize that you're not always going to get what you want. I've been blessed to share my situation with a new home. <laughs> I was forced to leave my other. Um, we owned the homes, but we didn't own the property. It was a political, governmental, mumble-jumble, red tape, bureaucratic <laughs> from hell, as I call it. Yeah. That was from hell. But at the midnight hour, I'm set because I didn't know where I was going to go to move down south by my other son, which I would have loved to. But it, with my condition, I'm not that well, you know, and it would have been much on me. But that was the last, you know, thing I was going to do. You know, that would have been good because I want to be with both my kids. But the midnight hour, the day before I was committing to move, all of a sudden this guy decides he's going to hold the mortgage. I couldn't get a bank mortgage for it. I got a manufactured home. It's not a um, – it's a ranch. It's not really a, a, a trailer. It's a, it's a ranch home. Um, it's in a park. Uh, not, we don't own the land here either, but we own the homes and uh, got a great deal. He held the mortgage, something I could afford. It's absolutely beautiful, 900 square feet, two bed, two bath. Everything I needed, I got. I was blessed. The Lord answered yes. my prayer. He yes, taketh, he and he, he giveth, and he taketh, and vice yeah. versa. He took away my beach home. Okay, because it was time to move on. I miss the river, but I got the river down the street. I'm right near the bridge where the river is. I can go visit. I I got memories of the river living there every day for eight years. You know, I grew up on the Hudson River. It's right down the road. I can go visit any time I want. Um, I'm in the mountains now with the bears. I live in actually live in a place called Bear Mountain, and we really have bears. I found out the hard way. I thought they were kidding me, but it's okay. Hey, Yogi, funny girl. There you go. But yeah. I'm blessed, you know. Thank God they're hibernating right now. Um, yes. But, I, yeah, I went out with one day, and here the bear was walking up the street, and there's many of them here. And uh, I'm just thinking, I grew up Bear Mountain Zoo, thinking they're in the zoo, didn't think they were on the property. I thought people were joking. And I'm going out Surprise. and <laughs> go to sit on my deck and have a cup of tea in the morning, and here he comes up heading toward the garbage. And I oh, look at him, and he looks at me, and I'm like, okay, what was that, exit stage left? And now you got to realize I'm 63, and 95% can't walk well. <laughs> Trying to get back into my house before Yogi got me. <laughs> it, it wasn't funny. <laughs> no. He was cute. He was cute, but it was scary. I've learned the tricks, you know, the uh, we now bungee cord the garbage pails because I get into it if you don't. Right. Uh, you throw fabric softener sheets in with your garbage. It, get, it makes them not want to go near it. I'm learning the little tricks. Kitty litter in the bottom of the pail absorb any moisture. You learn. Yeah. Life's about learning little things, you know. So even at 63, I'm learning how to keep the bears out of my garbage, you know. So, um, but you know, like I said, I, it's beautiful. So I created the river, which is down the street anyhow, and I live in this mountain, and it's gorgeous. Afraid of heights my whole life. Afraid of bridges. I have to drive the bridge practically every day now, and I'm I. Conquered a fear. Yes. I don't think I could do the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. I'm not quite ready for that one yet. Uh-huh. But I conquered the fear. Well, first coming here, I would have to stop at the bridge and have somebody with me. I said, okay, I would try and the sweating and the heart pounding, and you got to take over. I can't drive. That's uh-huh. how it was in the beginning. I said, how am I ever going to get back over to the other side? And finally, you know, like everything else in life, and there's a point I'm trying to make here. Sometimes when you're forced into something, you got to take the bull by the horns, you know, and uh, try to do it, you know. And it just—I could do it now. I actually, I'm actually, and this is probably the one of the highest bridges in New York State where I live. All right, 
I look uh, over at the water now. I, I enjoy the view, <laughs> the mountains. I'm I'm amazing myself. I, I really am amazed, but Lord has taught me another lesson, you know, fear. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter's slogan was no fear, and there's no fear in God. There's no fear. Right. There's nothing to fear, you know. So it's just another lesson learned, and, uh, you know, just like everything else in life. So do you have any – we're coming toward the end, and we've got listeners, people in chat – uh, no one else wanting to talk, probably because I talk so much, but we're down for the last 16 minutes. Um, do you have any other messages for our listeners tonight about Christmas and, or anything well, in life? Um, I know after I lost um, our, our mom, she was only 57 years old, and um, she lived here in Indiana. I lived in Florida at the time, and the azalea mm-hmm. bushes were in bloom, and she loved uh, flowers and plants. And right. just to look at the azaleas, just, you know, I couldn't, I just couldn't deal with it. It hurt me so bad. Right. And yeah. I thought, well, she can't see them. And it, I didn't want to eat because I thought, well, she can't eat anymore. And then mm-hmm. one day it dawned on me, it. you know, she's she's in heaven. <laughs> She's surrounded by unimaginable beauty, much mm-hmm. more than here. Um, yeah. And her soul doesn't. And you can eat and drink heaven. over there without gaining an ounce. <laughs> yeah, you know. Or actually, I mean, I've been told that it's not the same as we do here. But yeah. I, you can eat or drink anything you want over there when not getting an ounce. I've been told that. Well, so go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. No, no. It's just you feel bad and sad and you know because you can still experience life and they're gone mm-hmm. um right and you, you come to that realization you have to come to it yourself in your own timing um right that it's okay you know they're in a better place and and they wouldn't want you to deprive yourself of you know the proper nutrients or not enjoy mm-hmm. Looking at the beauty around us that God smelling the flowers. Oh, I saw an amazing. I'm going to have to post a picture um, sunset tonight. I took some pictures, and I said, "Look, God's paintbrush. You know, it it was amazing, and it's free. All the different colors, and it it was gorgeous. Um, Yeah. And I, I, you know, I was with my sister, um, and I said, "Look at the sky," and I was taking pictures and. I, we were both commenting God's paintbrush, you know. Wow. Because it was just gorgeous. We're such beauty, and and the signs that we talk about too. I've, you know, I've got the signs our loved ones send us page, like the show, and uh, you know, I really, um, I've never been a, you know, like a stargazer. I mean, I appreciate it, whatever, but. I, I think since my losses, I've had so many signs. I've seen so many signs in the sky and uh, in general with the animals, with birds and uh, the butterflies and the rainbows. And I've come to appreciate them. I'm looking at them differently. And God shows you signs. You don't have to be Peggy and Manisi and be an intuitive. God does this. He God, It's not me. He gives me what he's given me to help you. I'm just one of his tools, you know. But he shows everyone signs by, you know, I always laughed a big bang theory and 
I remember being a kid in junior high and very confused going through my um, – ready for my confirmation. I was 11, and I'm, I'm studying uh, – uh, what was it? Science, uh, world science, whatever it was. I can't remember what it was. And they're talking about evolution, and then I'm, then I'm going <clears throat> to our classes, special classes, for my confirmation in the Episcopal Church. And I'm being taught evolution, and I'm being taught – God created the heaven and earth, okay. and I'm like, which? Who do I believe? I can. Remember, I still to this day remember that I was so confused. Yes. Well, who do I listen to? Earth science. That's what it was. Earth science, and uh, senility <laughs> kicking in. But um, I'm not saying that there wasn't a combination of how it happened. I I'm not here to judge because there's only one judge is God. But if you look at the beauty around you, do you really think it was just part of a Big Bang Theory? From the, every breath you take, from every heartbeat that you have, to everything, the way the body, human body functions, you really think that's a Big Bang Theory? Come on. How ridiculous, <laughs> you know? No, like your um, how, how the cells come together and they know, like, how to form a heart or a lung. Um, exactly. It's just so amazing. It's a miracle. You know, it's... it's it really is, and, and that's what Christmas is, and Jesus is, and God is. It's all about the miracles in life. You know, and I don't blame – that's another thing I want to bring up before we close the show is, you know, there's a lot of angry people like, well, there ain't no God because he wouldn't have taken my kids. Out. Loving God wouldn't do that. Well, God's fighting another force here. He allows certain things, you know. Um, even with prayer, sometimes we don't get what we want. I would love to have my kids still here, Okay. I miss them. Right. I'm terribly, terribly. I miss my Cheech, <laughs> the cat. <laughs> you know, yeah. I miss my, you know, my husband and I were separated, but I took care of him. I was with him for many years before we had separated, and I miss him. I miss these people here, but I don't blame God. I know there's another force at work. That's what we're fighting. You know, I don't, and I'm not going to bring it up. It's going to be a short speech about politics. Look what people are doing to each other. You don't oh, like yeah. the president. I'm not telling you who I'm for. If I was for anybody, to be honest with you, but you're, you you get somebody who's elected, and then people are out there riots and burning things. And is that any way to act? What is that going to prove? How's that helping? Yeah. Yeah, really. How is it's it helping? Not. I mean, we're fighting. You know, we're we're trying to work united. We stand, and you can't stand united if you're doing such things. You're, you're terror. You're being your own terrorist against your own people. We need to stand together and support each other. It's yeah, there, we we have a president. I'm not saying I'm for him or anything like that. So please don't hold me to it because I was just as disgusted with this election as anybody else. But I don't get into politics. But I don't think it's right what people are doing, killing each other and hurting each other. That's yeah, crazy. Writing. That's that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, that doesn't. You know, there ain't been one president that somebody and, hasn't used. It, well, it's it's the first and most important commandment: love one another. Yes. And yep, yep. you know, you, we we see examples every day, and and some of mm-hmm. us are becoming hardened to um, some of the events that go on, and because they're so horrific, and then they get topped. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Killing the schools you don't just and, love and, one and my at God. Church. Once a week or twice a week, however yeah. much you go, um, right. you're supposed to live by Jesus's example. Um, right. And love one another is the first and most important commandment. 
in exactly. my Exactly. Yeah. Um, if you if you bump into somebody, synchronicities. We did a show about that. Um, yeah. That many. Yeah. God means for you to have in in your life. Then you'll you'll meet them, and some people are for a season reason. Um, some people mm-hmm. um, reconnect. I've Stay got forever. A, a girlfriend in California. I, I was in fifth and sixth grade with, and she and I are right. still friends. Um, right. And I'm 62. <laughs> yeah. So, I just yeah. lost uh, another friend um, a few weeks ago that I've been friends with since I was preteen and past. Uh, Suddenly, and uh, so we were friends for fifty some years, and uh, you know, we didn't see each other many years, but we talked through Facebook and on the phone a few times, and over the years, and uh, you know, she was in my life till the end, you know, different way, and uh, and we'd hang out every day. I I have friends in Florida that I've been friends with fifty some years, and right on Facebook, you know, we had calls once in a while and things like that, and. You know, but then I have other friends that I thought were best friends that that have turned their back on me, that have walked away from me, that weren't there for me. You know, well, yeah. they avoid me like the plague, or think I, they think you know they were supposed to be my friends, think I'm bat, you know what, crazy. You know, well, meanwhile I look yeah. at them and I see some of the things they're doing, I think they're bat, you know what, crazy. So <laughs> you know, I'm not going to sit here and judge, but you know, I'm not going to judge because you know I've been judged. You know, and uh, I'll say you know I'll say what I feel. But I'm not going to sit there and judge them. Everybody's got their own uh, battle, you know. But uh, I've learned who my friends are, especially Marcia, you know. Marcia and I not only co-host, but we've become best friends. Uh, Never met in person, you know. She's in Indiana. I'm in New York. Our souls are connected. That's on the bucket list. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yes, we are connected. And just like it's kind of an example, you know, like the communication we have from the other side. Marcia and I have never met face-to-face. We've been friends a couple years now. Talk practically every day, all day, (laughs) a lot of days. We spare our souls, our pain. We've cried. We laughed. And uh, she'll be crying, and I'll make her laugh. We won't even go into it. I come out with some stuff. And she does it with me, too. We keep each other going. And, uh, you know, but it's kind of like uh, a metaphor that I'm using with us not meeting face-to-face. Like people that have passed, we're still connected to them through energy. Just like you and I through the phone and through the wires and through we're connected through energy. Right? And that's why I'm saying using it as a metaphor for what it's like for our loved ones that have passed from this life, but show us these signs, you know, that they are still around. They don't communicate with us on the same level as they did while they were here, of course. Um, but um, they're still around us, you know. Well, out of sight doesn't anyone, mean out of mind. I'm no, sorry? that's true. I would advise anyone who, who would like a sign from a, a loved one, to pray about it and mm-hmm. uh, learn how to do a, protect, a protection prayer. That's um, very important. A rebuking yes. prayer, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, because there are other entities uh, out there. I agree. There's scary yeah. stuff out there. There's right. Um, and I know people that protect, pretend to practice that they're they do they're practicing evil stuff, and I don't want no part right, of that. Yeah. Right. Uh. Uh-uh, thank you. Go away. But um, mm-hmm. it's. You know, I, I tell people, keep your chin up, you know, but you also, 
want to look down every now and then because you might find an angel penny or angel money, I call it. Uh, a dime mm-hmm. can be, and a penny doesn't have to be heads up uh, to be good luck. It can be a, an angel penny from your loved one. You well, know, think about I, I found it, Marcia, a lot of those. That- what was it, 19, I don't know who did it, Al Jolson originally, or 20s, 30s, 40s, the song, Pennies from Heaven. Yeah. Obviously, that song meant something. Hello. Right. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just a song, if you think about it. Uh, why are people singing songs about pennies from heaven? You know, the signs have been with us since, you know, Jesus was walked this earth. Jesus, his his story was foretold, the birth of of, of, of Christ, the birth of the mm-hmm. Son of God, the birth of the right. Lord. Long before it was prophesied. Uh, I don't pretend to be a prophet. Uh, Marcia doesn't pretend to be one. Um, but, you know, what we're doing is just a piece of being part of God. You know, we're just his workers. We're, like, we're all yeah. his workers. Find and your plan. Find Anytime we're able to help someone, all Mm -hmm. praise goes to God. Yes, it Um, does. I mean, it's sort of like only through him are we able to do an outreach and help others. And we acknowledge that. Um, We're Christian people. Um, Yep. You can have different denominations. You can be, um, to to be a believer, Betty Edie said it best. When she went to heaven, um, she was allowed to ask some questions, and she asked, um, there's so many churches on you know earth, which one is the right one? And right. she was told that different churches call to our souls. It's what feeds our souls that we're drawn to mm-hmm. one denomination exactly. or another. There's no one true church, but there's one true God. Yeah, and the yeah. Trinity, exactly. you know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Son and the so, Holy Ghost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, we go to the church that that feeds our soul and fellowship yep. there with people, and you know, get our support and love, and mm-hmm. and give it too. You know, it helps yep. to if you're hurting to give to other people. Um, it's true. I mean, people like I said, I. I Lost kids, but and I'm helping other grieving parents, and yeah. uh, you know I, I need help at times too. You know, it it makes me feel good that I can do this. You know, yeah. and I I've always had a problem too, like especially Christians, other Christians judging, and uh, sometimes you have to walk on thin ice with other Christians because they'll judge me for ha- having a gift that God gave me. You know, because they think the Bible says it's bad. But you test the spirit, you test it. It's given to me. It's doing good purpose. It's not hurting people. I'm not her. I'm not doing voodoo dolls and doing crazy stuff, you know. Right. But if you're a true believer, we don't judge. Christians don't judge other Christians. No one should judge anybody else. You know, the people that mock us, yeah, people do it because they're they're just jerks sometimes, you know, or they're jealous, or they're they're they they're, they think they're funny. You know, and then you have other Christians that just judge us for a gift that we feel that God's given us. But I just got the word. We're down to the last minute. Um, Marsha, God bless you. I want to say God bless the audience. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas. Um, I, don't, I don't know if we'll be doing something next week. We'll have to see how things go. Uh, but we do t- Tuesday nights when we can. And um, I just want to say go, go, go out and um, spread joy, spread cheer. 
walk, one walk, another, you know, time. Then, yes, put those phones down. Forget the texting. <laughs> turn them off. Leave them at home. Put them in your pocketbook. Feel each other. Hug each other. Touch. Let's let's learn to hold each other again and love each other again and speak to each other again. Okay, one on one. And I think that's my. I'm going to leave you with that message tonight. So, Marcia, you got something to say? We get it down in about 20 seconds. Oh, I I agree completely. Um, spend time with one another and um, make some new memories. You can sit around yep. and talk about your loved ones and, and sit and tell stories and laugh and cry together if you feel like it. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to be together. Take that opportunity to share. <laughs> yeah, share we got five joy, seconds. So okay. we're going to sign off from Signs of Loved One Send Us. God bless you all, and have a very Merry Christmas. Good night, all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye.